Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you charged in your spirit? Go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit for one minute. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Some of you, the weight of sleep is beginning to overwhelm you. You have to transit. So pray. You need another energy. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on your throne. You reign, you ancient Zion's king. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on your throne. Of the deep, cry out, Adon, you are mighty on your throne. You reign, you reign, you reign, you reign, Adon, you are mighty on your throne. There's a river in your spirit. You want to. You want that river to bubble? You want that river to be stirred for a moment? Just go ahead and pray in the spirit. Forget about the environment. I tell you many times and I will say it again. The oracles of a spirit are communicated from the mountains of God. You can't hear a spirit on ground. You must gain ascension in the spirit to speak his vibrations. You want to pick something from the spirit. You want to leave your senses and receive in your spirit. You reign, you reign, you reign. You know, being still is not being quiet. There are two different things. Being still is not being quiet. Being still is not being calm. Being still is a migration from your realm to the realm of God. It's that simple. If you are not in God's realm, everything you are doing is an activity. And so I want to show you the protocol of migration. It's just for 15 minutes. Because we are about to begin a procession in the spirit. So as we begin, you will not be carried away by the anointings and by what the ministers are doing. You know you are on a journey. Right? It's a migration. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on your throne. Please sit down for a moment. Sit down for a moment. Let me do what I was asked to do. <laughs> so, God's servant began to share on the subject of stillness. And I would need, to, I would need you to know that... Um, your ability to receive from God is your greatest advantage in time. If you can't receive from God, you are in trouble. Because even when God is present, you will lose out. People have walked with God. Judas walked with God for three years. He walked with him in the flesh. It didn't translate to anything. Don't assume that when the atmosphere shifts, you will begin to receive. And one of the ways of receiving from God is to understand 
the workings of the spirit that makes for stillness. And so as we, as I share the protocol and we begin the ministrations progressively, you will fine-tune your spirit man to follow until you get there to receive. Are we together? And so I'll just share three steps with you quickly. The journey of stillness. Three steps. Number one is stamina. I'm not trying to compound it. I want to show you what will happen to you as you begin to pray. The journey into stillness begins with stamina. You don't jump into a spirit's presence and begin to operate at that spirit's frequency. Because what you did yesterday that made you tap into his frequency, if you do it today, you will be out of his realm. You may come to his presence today, knelt down quietly, and naturally, or because you were quiet, you translated. Tomorrow you will kneel down quietly and you'll be distracted on your knees. You may come to his presence today and you are speaking in tongues loud. And because you were speaking in tongues, you picked his frequency. You will do it today, you will be out of tune. So it's not about the activity you are doing. It's primarily about stamina. And stamina in the presence of a spirit is not the exercise of your will. Because exercise of your will is also in the flesh. Somebody can come to the place of prayer and exercise his will to pray for 10 hours. For that 10 hours of prayer, he was in the flesh throughout. In fact, he's conscious of time from the beginning to the end. He has not done anything. Stamina in the presence of God is the ability to yield to the Holy Spirit. So you begin to function by his energy. That's what the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 26 talks about. You are laden with infirmities. You know not what to pray as you ought to. But the spirit helps your infirmities. So when a man wants to join into stillness, the first thing he does is that as he comes into God's presence, he leaves his activity and he finds out what God is doing. And that man can come into God's presence and a song begins to flow in his spirit. He will leave his tongue, his capital letter tongue, that made him ascend yesterday and begin to flow with that song. If he flows with that song for a while, the energy of the flesh will be substituted with the energy of the spirit. Most times what we do when we pray is ATP. And that's why when we pray for a while, we become tired. But when you begin to pray the prayers of God, you become stronger as you pray on. You don't pray into weariness, you pray into strength. Because the journey of prayer is substitution of divine energy with human energy. If you don't understand how to align with the motions of the spirit and substitute your energy for his energy, you will never be still in God's presence. You don't become still by praying for 10 hours. You become still by taking God's energy and aligning with his vibration. And sometimes it can come with a memory. Sometimes it can come with a song. Sometimes it can come with speaking in tongues loud. But when you come into God's presence, your ability to quickly pick it is what makes all the difference. Many people come to pray and because they told themselves they want to pray, they come to the place of prayer and they begin to tongue. And they tongue for four hours. And while they are here tonguing, they are distracted. They will not stop. And that tonguing becomes their greatest problem. And when they come out of the place of prayer, they say they prayed in capital letter tongue. Meanwhile, God came into that prayer room that day with a sound. Sometimes God comes into the prayer room with a hymn. You don't even know the hymn. You want to sing the hymn, you now discover you don't know the lyrics because they sang the hymn when you were three years old in a Catholic church. You will now go back and stop your prayer and go to YouTube and type that hymn and then you will keep the hymn and start singing it. It's as you are singing that hymn that the Holy Ghost will mantle you. When the Holy Ghost mantles you, the journey has begun. 
You know, we are in a generation where people want to show themselves. So, because the guy has stamina to pray, every time you talk prayer, he thinks he's a prayer champion. There are no prayer champions in the prayer closet because it's the energy of the Holy Ghost all of us walk with. A man can be feeble if he can be mantled in his feebleness. The Holy Ghost will take over him and the realms that man will journey to. When he's done himself, we know it was not in the flesh. That's why you can't be proud because the energy you walk with is from another dimension. But the journey of stillness necessitates that you must first of all find the motions of the spirit and align with that motion. That's where many miss it from. And that's why most times their prayers are futile. You know the problem? Sometimes it will take time to master it. This first step will take a lot of time to master. You know, I was sharing with, sharing with Lawrence yesterday about the government of prayer. And I told him, there are certain prayers we pray that gives us instantaneous abilities. And there are certain other prayers we pray that gives us ability in terms of longevity. There are different kinds of power as we begin to prosecute prayer. For example, I'm still talking about stamina. If you begin to pray or you begin to study the word of God, there are two, there are two dimensions of power you walk in. The first dimensions of power you walk in are the ones that come instantaneously by a snap. That's what we call dunamis and exousia. Dunamis is a prayer, it's a prayer power that you tap into when you pray through. Because the power of dunamis is a function of engagement. So it said, the Holy Ghost, it said God is able to do, Ephesians 3.20, exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think, according to the dunamis. So when you begin to ask and think, when you begin to engage the Holy Spirit, you begin to stir dunamis. So if I want to come for a meeting, for example, I will need to stir dunamis for three hours. And if I come for that meeting, anything can happen. But after the meeting, what I stir, I've exhausted it. I can't go back the way I came into the meeting because I provoked it. If I master it, I know the extent to which I will pray and I will prophesy. I know the extent to which I will pray and I will walk in healing. I know the extent to which I will pray and I will teach the word of God because I have mastered it. So I can pray in tongues for two hours and when I begin to teach, my tongue will be anointed and you can't sit down. I can stretch the prayer for four hours and when I come into the meeting, my eyes will open. I can stretch the prayer for six hours and when I hit a crescendo in the meeting, I will speak and grow to begin to dematerialize. I have mastered how to walk dynamics. That's energy-based reality, but it comes by mastery. Somebody else can pray for five hours and come for a meeting and still be stranded because you will need to engage it again and again to understand how it works. The second type of power that doesn't function by energy is called exousia. It functions by revelation because exousia is position-based power. The more you have the revelation of yourself in Christ Jesus, the more you walk in exousia. For example, I was telling Lawrence this evening, the whole ministry of John Alexander Dewey is in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. That revelation opened him up to the healing anointing. The whole ministry of John Gilek works upon a simple scripture. The spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus has set me free from the spirit of sin and death. That's the whole ministry of John Gilek. But he took a revelation that made him to walk in that level of exousia. You can tap into a revelation and you enter a meeting, and on the strength of that revelation, you will command the dead, and the dead will rise. But while you're on your way from that meeting home, you will see another dead body on the road. Fear will grip you, you will run away. Because it's the revelation that moved you to carry out that action. So if you want to grow in exousia, you will keep meditating on the scripture, and as your revelation of the word is increasing, you are growing in exousia. These two types of power are for instantaneous operation. 
So you want to tap into energy instantaneously. You can use dunamis and you can use exousia. But when you want to live in the realm of energy, dunamis and exousia is not enough. So Paul said, be strong in the Lord and in the iskus of his kratos. Because for you to be strong in the Lord, there are other dimensions of power you are working. I know dunamis, I taught you dunamis. But for you to war with principalities, their battle is not momentary. When a principality wants to war with you, he will go and wait. When you are playing video game, he will make you break the law of the spirit and he will strike you in the night. You were not preparing for a meeting. When a principality wants to attack you, that time you are talking with a sister, maybe in a deliverance session, he will bring a thought into your mind and he will open the gate and he will enter there, manipulate you for two weeks before he kills you. So when you are dealing with principalities, he says you don't need revelation and you don't need to pray through. You need Iskus and Kratos. How does Iskus and Kratos work? Kratos is dynamic power. The way you generate Kratos is by praying consistently for many days, for many months, for many years. You can pray for four hours and enter Dunamis. For you to walk in Kratos, you may pray for eight months. Because the power of Kratos is consistency. That's why it's a power you use for daily living. The power of Iskus is also consistency. Why you walk in Exusia through Revelation? You walk in Iskus by obeying the laws of God. When your obedience is fulfilled, then you can avenge other disobedience. All of those things are spiritual stamina. But somebody else does not understand spiritual stamina. And he comes for a meeting because he saw Minister A say, In the name of Jesus, 10 people fell down. Him too will come and stand where Minister A stood and say, In the name of Jesus, the angels will stand like this. And then you are wondering, Minister A begins to sing and the whole place scatter. And then Minister B comes. And because Minister A sang a song and the place scattered, he too begins to sing a song that looks like that. It's not the melody of the song that makes the difference. It's God's stamina in the spirit. Minister A knows what to do to align with the Holy Spirit because he has put it to practice. Minister B doesn't know. So it's not the way you say Jesus. It's not the way you sang the song. It's whether you can pick the leading of the Holy Spirit. So the first journey into, into stillness is the journey of stamina. And that journey is a constant practice. Learning how the Holy Ghost moves on your soul. You may come for this meeting and some of you will learn to yield to the Holy Spirit because I can assure you that we have prayed for close to six hours. Some people have not tapped. They have not connected. They are just praying in tongues. And because they don't know this thing, they will assume that because we prayed for 12 hours, something will happen. Nothing will happen. Somebody else can come for this VG at 5 a.m. and then he just enters the energy. And somebody is ministering and he knows what is happening. He will just become quiet and connect to the energy. He will take the energy from this VG and go for a deliverance service tomorrow. And then you are wondering what is happening. You prayed for 12 hours. He prayed for one hour. He knows how to fine-tune his soul. He knows how to connect to the Holy Spirit. So he may not even need to minister in the VG. When you are done pray, some people when you pray in tongues for one week or you fast for 72 hours, they will now come to your house and they will cast a body. What they are trying to do is for you to open your soul. And then they tell you about soul winning. That people are not winning soul anymore. And then that energy you carry from fasting, you now pour your body. The person connects to that energy. And he will live there with that body and go for a crusade and raise cripples. And then you say, what is happening? He knows spiritual stamina. He knows how to connect to the Holy Spirit. When you pray, your first focus is to find out what is the activity of the Holy Ghost on my soul. Because even the minister on the stage can distract you. I told you, if you can't receive from God, you will waste your life. And the way to begin to receive from God 
is to master the activity of the Holy Ghost on your soul. Some of you, as we begin to pray, the minister may be saying, pray, pray, but a song will be in your spirit. You will focus on that song and you will be singing that song until that song will explode. When that song explodes and you start praying, you will cover more ground than the person who was praying in the flesh. Stillness begins with stamina. And stamina is mastery in yielding to the Holy Spirit. The second thing that happens when you have yielded to the Holy Spirit is called ascension. You have not gotten to stillness. You have just ascended. Ascension is not for you to leave the auditorium to the ceiling. Ascension is for you to begin to receive feedback from heaven. Because your prayer is a monologue until God begins to speak. Meanwhile, your purpose is not monologue. Your purpose is a dialogue. You didn't come to talk to God. He knows what you used to say. He knows everything you will say before you started saying. The reason you are talking is because you want to hear him. You didn't come to talk because you want to talk. You didn't come to pray because you had prayer points. You came because you wanted to hear God speak. Because when God speaks, his words are law. So what you came to do is that you came to seduce God to alter his oracles. Because you know the moment God speaks, solution has come. So your praying is an activity until God begins to speak. And when you yield to the Holy Ghost and you have entered that frequency, the next thing you begin to hear is that God will begin to give you feedback. So in Exodus chapter 14 from verse 13, when Moses was stranded before the Red Sea, Israel and everybody was shouting, we told you before, why did you take us from Egypt? Is it that there are no graves in Egypt? If you don't know yieldedness, you will be lost. Are there no graves in Egypt? You carried us to be buried in the wilderness. And Moses says, stand still. And you will see the salvation of God. And then you thought, stand still to become quiet. The Bible says, Moses cried to the Lord. And instantly God said, why criest thou to me? Go forward. The moment God said, go forward. If Moses runs, the Red Sea will part. If Moses shouts, the Red Sea will part. If Moses stretches hand, the Red Sea will part. Anything he does, we produce results. Because feedback has come. He had yielded until feedback came. That was what happened to Elijah on Mount Horeb. He was there entreating God. He wasn't moved by what was happening. He knew the goal was feedback. And it was there, wind came, fire came. All that was happening didn't move him until he heard a still small voice. When feedback begins to come, it means you are approaching the realm of stillness. Stillness is not to close your eyes. It's a protocol in the spirit. It begins with mastery in the area of yieldedness until feedback begins to come from heaven and on the strength of that feedback you now begin to take steps with the holy spirit because the feedback you receive is the stillness that we speak about the stillness is not your disposition the stillness is your connection and your flow with the feedbacks that you begin to receive from the holy spirit so somebody can say god wants to bless people and then the feedback you will hear will be ha 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 when you are saying ha 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 you are still because that was what you heard in the spirit somebody can say god wants to bless and then you find yourself running because the feedback you received from the spirit was running if you don't run you miss it stillness is not quietness stillness is response to the feedbacks of the spirit realm. and sometimes when you are in a meeting they say be still and then you start shouting oh and they say what's happening we say be still we are right. We didn't say be quiet. We said be still. And what you picked in the spirit was the shout of the king. And when you heard, ah, as you shouted, the mountain will go back, Shabak, and the whole of Jericho will go down. When he told them to be still, 
they weren't quiet. The way Israel became still was to blow trumpet. How can you be still by blowing trumpet? Because that was the feedback from heaven. They went to the place, they walked around six days, and he said, On the seventh day, walk one time and begin to blow the trumpet. The sound of the shofar was the stillness of the spirit. The stillness was not quietness, it was an alarm in the spirit. Sometimes they say, Be still, and you hear Makikakono, Efevali Gangask, Rakiba, Tatalina, Hayendo Sapak. You don't know what's happening. Your lion dimension is opening because in the spirit you are a lion, but it is in stillness that you enter. Ah! Stillness is not quietness, it's to enter your dimension, it's to step into your dimension, it's to mantle your grace. And sometimes people are still and you are running, and they say, What is happening? I am being still. I am being still. That's when you see the salvation of the Lord. Zuda, the fathers of old knew it. He said, Eliazar, the son of Dodo. When he wants to be still, what he does is that he carries his prayer. Eliazar can't be still until he's wielding his prayer. Because the name Eliazar is his prayer. The guy had become one with his weapon. And until he enters that frequency, he can't be quiet. That's why David said, By my God. I ran through a truth. By my God, I leaped over a wall. Who wants to be still tonight? <laughs> you want to be still praying the Holy Ghost? You were blessed by the message you just listened to and wish to make Jesus your Lord and personal Savior. Kindly repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe in your Son, Jesus Christ, and that he died for my sins and was raised from the dead for my justification. I therefore confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord of my life. I receive eternal life into my spirit. I am born again. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. If you just say this prayer, please send us an email on discipleship at gmail.com or reach us on our website orocomichael.com to enable us to reach you and afford us the privilege to disciple you. God bless you.